0: This is the Big Finish Podcast. Official launch date, Monday the 24th of July 2017. Hello, Nick Briggs here. All the usual podcast features are coming up, with Benji Clifford too. But first, if you're a follower of all things Big Finish, you can't have missed the very sad news of the death of Trevor Baxter. We all knew him, of course, as Professor George Lightfoot, first appearing in Doctor Who back in 1977 in the Talons of Weng Chiang and then, gloriously, reappearing on audio for our Jago and Lightfoot series. I think the best summation of Trevor's career appeared on the rather wonderful Digital Spy website in a piece by Morgan Jeffrey. I'd like to quote that as a fitting summation of Trevor's career. Born November 18th, 1932. Baxter graduated from RADA in 1951. He performed with the RSC, toured Shakespeare in South America and performed in the US with David Mamet's A Life in the Theatre. A playwright as well as an actor, Baxter wrote the original plays Lies, Office Games and Undertaking and also adapted the works of Oscar Wilde, including Dorian Gray in 2003 and Lord Arthur Savile's Crime in 2005. He also enjoyed a long and varied career in film and television from 1950 onwards, appearing in Adam Adamant Lives, Zed Cars, Maelstrom, The New Avengers, and the 2004 film Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. Since 2009, Baxter had been recording new adventures as Professor Lightfoot with Big Finish, releasing 13 series of Jago and Lightfoot audio plays. Thanks to Digital Spy for that. Most recently, back in March... Trevor joined his indefatigable co-star Christopher Benjamin, Lightfoot's trusty friend and companion Henry Gordon Jago, to perform in some special Short Trips releases in which Jago and Lightfoot encountered the 10th and 11th Doctors. During these recording sessions, I was lucky enough to have the chance to chat with Trevor for a podcast interview. So by way of a tribute to Trevor, here's a chance to listen to that interview again. So, uh, Trevor. Yes. Hello. Hello, hello. (laughs) Welcome to The Big Finish Podcast. Um, I ask three questions in this podcast. Yes. But you know, hopefully things just expand as we go along. The first one is totally egotistical on my part. Yeah. And I don't quite remember the answer. Um, Maybe you do. Do you know when we first met?
1: No, I don't.
0: No. Is it? No. Uh, C- Chris thinks that it, it might have been at a convention in Birmingham. That
1: is very likely. But uh, yeah, I think that's very likely. Yeah. Yes, that rings a bell.
0: OK, that's that clear now. Now, <laughs> yes, I, forget, exactly. uh, now I presume that you've only ever heard Big Finish-wise, you've only ever heard the Jago and Lightfoot stories, or yeah. do you not listen to them? Oh, yeah, I
1: listen to them every time. Yes, do you? yes. Well, because uh, one thing, I'm very intrigued. I think they're very well written. And also, you get very good people in to play the other parts. And you don't always hear those scenes because they're in the booth and you're outside having a cup of coffee and a gossip. And uh, so I'd like to hear, and they're excellent performances. Mm. And I always listen. And also, I listen to myself to see that I'm not dropping the ends of sentences and things like that. That's interesting because Chris
0: doesn't want. Yeah, no, he doesn't, doesn't want to. I know. And it, have you ever heard any other Big Finishes? Because the question I normally ask people is, what's tingling their molecules about Big Finish at the moment? You know, if there's any Being
1: employed thing.
0: by them. <laughs> That's a fair <laughs> answer, isn't it? It tingles our molecules to have you here.
1: Thank <laughs> you very much. Very good. Very good.
0: And what about generally for you, tingling of your molecules? Yes. You said you wanted an intimate interview. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in entertainment, uh, you know, uh, television theater cinema books i music, don't I
1: don't, I don't have a television oh. i and haven't ever had one
0: really yes. never never
1: i think i had one for about 3 months when was that uh, oh god way back in the 80s i think early 80s
0: what made you get one for three months?
1: Because I kept appearing on it and I got, I got embarrassed going to neighbours saying, Would you mind if I came in and watch myself on your television? <laughs> no. So I thought I really owed to myself to buy my one. And it went wrong and I somebody took it to the corporation tip for me, got rid of it. I never watched it anyway. So so that was that. Was it um, cheap
0: and second hand? Is that what
1: you No, saying? no, 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 no. It was quite an expensive one. But it went wrong. It, went, it just went wrong. I thumped it a couple of times and nothing happened. So <laughs> anyway, anyway. No, I listened. To Radio 3 in the evening, where they have classical concerts, symphony concerts, chamber music, and so on and so forth. They do a thing called free thinking, which is run by a bunch of reactionaries, actually. But but it's very interesting. That's the one sort of intellectual input I get, really, in that way. Yes. And that that's very enjoyable. Um, I have an iPod, which is crammed full of wonderful performances of Mozart operas and and piano sonatas and piano concertos and all—all all the best of Western music, really—and uh, including some modern, some, some uh, Stockhausen and so on and so forth. And uh, that's that—that's my joy and of course reading. I read voraciously, and I have a Kindle, which is just a god's gift, because you hear about a, a book reviewed say on Night Waves or, or, or Free Thinking as it's called now. And you think, oh, that sounds interesting. And you download it. Then, of course, you've got to read it. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, 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 uh, it's, uh, the Kindle is a wonderful invention because mm. you don't have to keep lugging books around. Yeah. And in the end, unless you live in a great palace, where do you put them? So it's there, although, you know, it takes, you could have, take a 1,000 books. Mm. And mine's got about 300 on it, I think. And, and, and that's wonderful. And I, read, and I read variously. I read history. I read good novels. I never read trash. I never listen to trash. I never eat trash and I and, uh, that, that, and I never read trash. Occasionally talk trash.
0: <laughs> How do you define trash? Something that's not worth having your time. So sometimes you must start things and then think, no, no. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, no, absolutely, yes, yes. And I'm the same with people. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. you'll be off in a minute. <laughs> I, may, I may make a lot of value judgments. <laughs> I
0: trust it doesn't show. <laughs> I can't tell. So you're doing a beautiful no, no, job. No, no, no. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I suppose we should say something a little bit about what you're doing here today. Yes, I think we bit, should. Did, don't you? Yes, yes, that's right. Because yes. we know you think I'm trash. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, we,
0: just, we decided that, haven't we? Yes, yes, that's, that's right. official. Yes. Yes, this is a bit different today, what you're doing, isn't it? It is very
1: different, isn't it? It's very demanding. Because I'm mean, not only having to be myself, but David Tennant.
0: Yeah, how would you do that then?
1: Well, I don't know. I've <laughs> never watched him. <laughs> I'm flying blind. No, no, they sent me a CD of his voice.
0: Oh, oh right.
1: And yeah. I went out on YouTube yes. and caught a clip of him doing a Lonzi. Lonzi or something. I got it right eventually for them. And, um, and, no, 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 it's fascinating. And, of course, it's obviously a lot of it is Lightfoot. But the challenging thing is being Lightfoot doing that other character. And that's been quite difficult, I've found. But it's, 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 it's good, it's good. I wouldn't want them all to be like this. No,
0: this is this just a special short No, trick, but this
1: is special, it? interesting, and uh, it certainly allows you to expand. Yes.
0: Do you do a a, a Jago voice then as well? I or have, I
1: I have done in the past. They right. kept st- Christopher out of the studio while I did it, I think. They took him for a walk. It's <laughs> <I, laughs> not true. <laughs> not true. No, I uh, not in this. I didn't do him. No, but in one he's episode, he's there doing it. I suppose. Yeah, they, yeah. No, he's doing some other doctor.
0: <laughs> yeah. I see. Okay. Well, that's. Um, and is there anything else that's tingling your molecules generally? Like <laughs> theatre or uh, um, covered music and books. Books, yes. Just no trash, basically.
1: No trash. No. No trash. I. I. I it's difficult now for me to get to the opera. I used to love going to Covent Garden. Hmm. To good productions, when the few good productions there were, I would try to get to. Um, <clears throat> ordinary theatre, I have great difficulty walking. And theatres aren't, you know, disabled friendly. I mean, no. you know, the They're stairs. old
0: buildings, aren't They're they?
1: They're old buildings and you can't expect them to be. And I've seen a lot and, you know, certain things you say goodbye to. I mean, it used to be a great walker. That was my joy. That was my holiday, walking the Pennine Range. But um, obviously not now. But I did it.
0: Hmm. Well, we're very grateful to have you here.
1: Not at all. It's always a joy to come here. I love Big Finish. Oh, but bless
0: you. We love you. Oh, thank you very much. Without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I'm just going to go and write some trash.
1: My pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with the trash.
0: <laughs> Good luck with the trash. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. Truly lovely and wonderfully talented Trevor Baxter, there, who sadly died last week. And Big Finish's senior producer, David Richardson, will be telling us his memories of working with Trevor Baxter later in the podcast after listeners' emails. I managed to grab him yesterday just after one of our big all departments big finish meetings yes and as you heard from that little vocal ejaculation <laughs> oh, <laughs> i'm <God>. joined by <laughs> big finish sound designer and composer extraordinaire benji clifford uh before we delve into the big finish news emails randomoid electrotron and all that i thought we could maybe chat about trevor i mentioned you didn't actually meet him did you i never got a chance to meet him unfortunately
2: um strangely enough uh, it was one of the first jobs that was given to me was to work on Jago and Lightfoot. Um, and I can't, where, which one was it? I can't see the number from here, but um, so but basically, I, I never got a chance because I got moved on to Survivors. Uh, move on, move on, move on, go on. Uh, but I got sent the, the box set anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I emailed in and said, well, "What's going on?" And they said, "Oh, don't worry about it." But yeah, we want that back, you know. We've got to sell that on. Um, so I never got a chance, and I, I was always a bit sad about that because I I like I, I love that the series. I, I yeah. there's something about it in, in particular. I think I say it's like it's one of the closest things you'll get to time travel because it's it's got an atmosphere a bit a bit of an atmosphere like um, I always think you know at Christmas when you have like a Christmas carol and it's like it's not just like Victorian England it's it's like it's like the creme de la creme that wonderful warm romantic fun it's yeah, it, yeah. everything about it and you know that the characters of of Jago and Lightfoot they're so rich and wonderful and so much fun that uh, it just yeah it it pulls you in really doesn't
0: it yeah and I definitely had the feeling you know uh, when I was in his company I felt um I sort of it sounds a bit corny I felt sort of privileged I thought you know to to meet this man who uh, has had such a long and interesting life and so many and he was just so funny and naughty and um, but so well read so well informed, so clever you know what I mean uh, well, everybody've I've heard
2: who's, who's encountered him in the studio said he's he well both both of them are just mm-hmm. so sharp and so on it and so absolutely the attention to detail there in their work is is second to none. Yeah. and and but yet in in the green room it's it's absolute fun and just some of the stories and and what a presence really is if what i've heard
0: it's interesting as well uh that uh, as people have heard in the repeat of the interview we i played just now with trevor uh you know how he he always listened to the productions to check his own performance whereas christopher uh, never does, but but Trevor always wanted to do that. Uh, it's also interesting that later on, you know, uh, David Richardson and I chat about how uh, we and that's Paul Sprague, David and I all came to the conclusion at the same time that we must do a big interview with Trevor and Christopher, which we did, which has been released as you know Benjamin and Benjamin and Baxter. Um, but uh, uh, because just listening to him talk about stuff from. You know, history, uh, social history that he'd experienced. Really, really great. Anyway, listen, um, here's a, a little collection of some of Trevor's finest moments as the inimitable Professor George Lightfoot. Oh, as I live and breathe, Professor George Lightfoot and Henry Gordon Jago. My laboratory
1: is in the basement of the St. Thomas' Hospital, in a room made available to the Metropolitan Police by the hospital trustees. The walls and the floor are tied in white porcelain. All the better to wipe the blood off, hey? I decided that it was a mystery of rather bizarre proportions. And that's when I thought of you, Jago. We are more than colleagues. We are the very closest of friends. We have defeated dangerous denizens of the demonic darkness together, investigated infernal incidents, cracked complex conundrums. And we have had dinner together on the other occasion. Madam, you are overlooking the fact that Mr. Jago here is currently steaming and liable to go bang at any moment. I, as it happens, am Henry Gordon Jago and I'm well known to the police. Yeah, you surprise me. Is he normally like this? Not before chucking out time, no. Bit of a blow to the old reputation, that. Right. I am celebrating my eminent elevation to the echelons of eminent impresarios. That's very impressive. Oh yes. Henry Jago. He's on the up. No, no. I meant it's impressive you managed to say all that when you've had so much to drink.
3: Professor Lightfoot. You can come out of the shadows now. Mr. Jago could be rather excitable. Henry, you'll get us both
1: shot. Leave her, man. She was caught by the blast. There's nothing you can do. I can get her out of
3: here. Don't be stupid. Last night, Mr. Jago took us to the opera. Oh, very posh. It was very strange. With much howling and wailing.
1: Although the audience isn't actually supposed to join in. Back, foul fiend. Professor, you just upset it. There, there. Nice thing. Don't think that's helping, actually, Henry. I don't know what Leela told him, but the caveat over there here like his life depended on it.
3: That is what I told him.
1: Well, we didn't really want Virginia, uh, uh, we wanted... Um, Virginia water. Be careful. The pages are fragile. Yes, all right. But apart from the cinema, less poverty, the National Health Service, women's suffrage, comprehensive education, aviation, heart transplants and a man on the moon, what else does this decade have going for it? Miniskirts?
0: Whoever your killer is, I think he spent the last month taking the law into his own hand. I see.
1: Like a murderous version of the pugilist.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: When did you two first meet? In the Talon's Wing Chiang. Not and in... not until episode five, was it? Oh.
0: First impression of treasure. Trevor.
1: Well, what a treasure.
0: Now listen, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen now. I'm going to split you up. Oh, good. And I go to talk to you individually. And then when that's all over, you'll be coming back together again right. for a final last if hurrah. If he says
1: anything very, very nasty about me in my absence, I want to know. No, I won't. I only say nasty things to you to your face.
0: Just a reminder that our drama tease in this podcast will be Terrorhawks Volume 3. Yes, the first 15 minutes of an episode entitled... The Prisoner of Zelda, of course. Absolutely free for you to sample coming up at the end of this very podcast. In the meantime, well, it's the Big Finish News. This is the Big Finish News.
4: Cunic and benji
2: it was the wonderful flick there of the uh, of the, the wrist as you did that as absolute well now is the time to, to pinch my neck
0: <laughs> several people at conventions have gone oh that's how you do that <laughs> I the did used to put a little effect on it, but I thought, no, no, it's fine, just pinching my nose.
2: I'm sure they do that on, on aeroplanes. You know, I'm sure it's part of the fun, isn't it? They say they all get into the meeting room there. Hello, it's Peter the Pilot
0: here. I'd just like to inform you. I did have a, a, a pilot once say that. Peter the Pilot. Peter the Pilot.
2: <laughs> Peter the Pilot here. Um, I like the idea. So so why did you sign up to uh, to fly for British Airways? Well, I've I've always wanted to do that down a microphone, really. <laughs> oh,
0: me me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. That's what also we... that that technique of speaking slightly too close to the microphone. It becomes a sort of. Um, a... <laughs> we're,
2: we're encountering uh, stormy weather over Brussels today. Um... <laughs> too many sprouts. <laughs> it's
0: a little Brussels joke there for you. <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> sounds like, sounds like some sort of terror hawk's creature.
4: Either,
2: <laughs> we either will that. Even <laughs> that, or like Rainbow Zippy from Rainbow.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will destroy them all. Uh, anyway, this is meant to be the news. Have you not got a kazoo?
2: I have. I, I didn't know whether whether I, I didn't know whether I was out. Out kazooing everybody.
0: I don't. I don't want to. Don't want to. Wow! Destroy kazoo. But if you've not got a tune in mind, it could be. I can see you looking frantically. You see, I, there was a. I nearly brought a basket of strange instruments that I noticed were in my wife's little study. What a <laughs> well, great! Mine. Now I've been chucked out of the shed. It's <laughs> hers. Um. Yeah, I nearly brought you know maracas and what have you, but I I forgot.
2: Part of the big finished band.
0: You got to kazoo? <laughs> Are you actually doing anything? What? I've lost sound on you. Yeah, I've, I've just... I I've I just, I've
2: just seen A wonderful bit of, of, of Captain Scarlet there. Can you hear me? Can't... What is going on? It, just did as I...
0: you started kazooing, it's funny, you were kazooing away, and I thought you were taking the mickey because there was no sound. No, there
2: is. And you definitely can't hear me. Uh, hold on. Um... Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now at all?
0: That's a bit weird, isn't
2: it? Oh. Can you hear me now? Yes. Weird. It, it, I, I've no idea. It, it just decided to mute itself. How bizarre. So, so that How was peculiar. really funny
0: because you would literally, it looked like this. You went, you went. I thought, oh, he's having a laugh. He's not actually doing any I was, I was. I was playing a bit of Captain
2: Scarlet. Oh. Oh.
0: yeah i don't know whether i'll edit that or whether it'll be in the whether podcast it twice who knows chaos chaos uh, anyway
2: well let's uh, let's crack a lack on then so in this week's news uh, we're letting you know what's coming up before the end of this month so watch out for two great unabridged audiobooks by omega factor creator jack gerson both are read by Dan Starkey, who you may know as Strax, the eccentric Sontaran uh, from Doctor Who, and both are also lavish BBC TV serials starring Mary Tam, uh, who played Romana
0: One, uh in the old Doctor Who. That's right, and I was reminded, I found a photograph of uh, Mary and me, doing myth makers. I was dressed up as the Mad Hatter, and she was had a look on her face like, yeah... <laughs> Who is this man? (laughs) (laughs) Had the most fantastic day, it was brilliant. Anyway, yes. So
2: the first novel
0: is The Treachery Game. When a mysterious girl murders a British biochemist in France, former British agent Mark Fraser, on holiday nearby, is framed for the murder and forced to go on the run. His only hope is to discover the reason for the biochemist's death. Fraser's search for answers leads him into a web of intrigue, treachery and murderous mayhem. Behind the killing is the shadow of a horrifying secret, so frightening in its implications that the intelligence agents of three great powers are desperate to obtain it. I actually got chills reading that. that's sounds weird. Oh. Really-
5: Yeah. Anyway, here's a clip The old days were gone He was Mark Fraser, landowner Possessor of acres in Scotland Which he rented out to visitors for shooting and fishing And he was now on holiday Of course there had been the other Mark Fraser An earlier vintage There had been the man who worked for the department That section of British intelligence That effectively hid its light behind grey stone buildings And seemingly innocent government designations All that had ended three years ago, when he had resigned painfully, plagued by a conscience which he was not supposed to have. Before that had been the times when Fraser's job led him to kill. The times when he had told himself he was working to save Western civilization. When he was an active patriot, doing what he had to do, was ordered to do in the name of monarch and state. All they had asked, he had done. And then he had come to the realization that he was no more than a paid killer. The second novel is The Assassination Run. The wife of Mark
0: Fraser, a former British agent, disappears while shopping in a remote highland village, kidnapped by a group of ruthless terrorists. Desperate to rescue his wife, Fraser attempts to unravel a tortuous web of intrigue and violence. His mission takes him to the tourist resorts and remote mountains of southern Spain, where he meets many old acquaintances from MI5 and the KGB. There he learns that to save his wife, he must kill an innocent man. Same again. These this, are great these stories. Are great. I was thinking, it was
2: like, yeah, these, are, these are one to listen to straight it's, away. It,
0: sounds, it reminds me a little bit of the, the on one of the Monty Python records for the Holy Grail. It's plucky Reginald Vas Deferend
5: as a nuclear <laughs> scientist in love with Mafia boss Conchito <laughs> Marx. Anyway, here's a clip. <laughs> Carl smiled to himself. The man had come through customs and immigration under the alert eyes of the Spanish police without being recognised. Only he... Carl Jan Husig had identified a man whose face should have been known to almost every police department in the world. The small man standing waiting at the centre of Malaga Airport was Santos Morales, dubbed by the press of the Western world as The Leopard, and wanted for acts of terrorism and murder in sixteen countries.
2: Also out this month, which is July, uh, the third and final series of Terrorhawks. That's right, Terror Hawks Volume 3 comes to a shattering conclusion, with just a bit of hilarity along the way. Here's a ruddy trailer. Coming
0: soon from Big Finish Productions.
3: Is anyone out there?
0: Terrorhawks, Series 3 box set.
3: Soon, we shall make our final strike. Destroy the defense <laughs> I saw you die, Zelda. So you lied? I prefer to call it an alternative fact. <laughs> the best is yet to come, little one. Follow me.
6: Uh, listeners, I've just received news that Buckingham Palace has been invaded by, and I don't believe this, aliens!
4: With the once reliable Terrahawks out of the game, there was nothing to stop them. Find a new Ninestein, or my superiors are going to pull the plug. It'll be the end of the Terrahawks.
6: It's a numbers game now. Three clones left.
3: Terrahawks, stay on this channel this is an emergency. The weapon has been delivered. My gun has drooped and I cannot get it up. Tell me something I don't know, lad.
6: Long time no see. They
3: won this time. I'll get them. Ladies and gentlemen, I do believe that the Terrahawks have saved the day. The Terrorhawks are back and listen to the crowd
0: Big finish We love stories Highly recommended and for those of you who were the wrong generation for Tehera Fox and are thinking oh it's not for me I urge you to give it a go because Jamie Anderson and his team of writers and actors have taken this to a whole other level You know, and I'm of of that sort of non-Terra generation. It's such fun, and don't forget, we're giving you a free 15 minute tease of Terra Hawks Volume Three at the end of this podcast with the Prisoner of Zelda.
2: It is fun. Is the word, and and honestly, it's there's something there's a a real magic uh, to the the audios that we've got. It's just so out there and so. Of it's so like li- well it's, it's like the original but it's also completely different
0: it's it's oh, it's, it's brilliant and it's, it, uh, Jamie's done an amazing job
2: and it's got wonderful synthy music
0: as well oh, which I think yes. is the original uh, the original music yes
2: which I think was composed on a uh, sequential Prophet Five synthesizer which is the most boring thing I'm ever going to say but there we go <laughs> I'm um, quite interested. It's, it's a good synthesizer. It's the same synthesizer that was used on um, on uh, the Peter Davison Doctor Who theme for you mm. Doctor Who people out there. There's a great video on YouTube, if you've not seen it before, of um, of them going through the, the various sections in that theme tune. It's really Oh, yes. Well, really actually, good.
0: I would like to correct you and say that that theme tune was composed for Tom Baker's last series. Yes, yeah. very true, very true. But yes, you're absolutely right, because I once borrowed a a profit, and it had, especially that noise at the beginning, it had all that on it, yeah.
2: Love it so much. Profit Brass, man, you can't beat it. It's the sound of the uh, BBC... (laughs) Sound of the BBC video ident. There we go. Yeah, yeah.
0: So... (sighs) my ringtone um, it is I don't, I don't, yeah I don't doubt it I didn't think you were joking mate <laughs>
2: so uh, yes anyway moving on swiftly because uh, we've got a lot of ground to cover we have, um, yes. next up then is Dark Shadows and Love Lives On a collection of four tales of horror romance and intrigue starring among others
5: Matthew Waterhouse here's the trailer Dark Shadows Love Lives On Stokes smirked, finding the conversation fascinating. Looking down at what the woman was holding, his interest turned to annoyance. ''Madam, the item's in that box.'' ''Madam,'' the woman said with a flourish. ''How funny you should call me Madam.'' She handed the professor the box. ''Allow me to introduce myself. I am Madam Janet Findlay, psychic medium.'' Stokes' eyebrows shot up and his forehead wrinkled. Professor Timothy Elliot Stokes.
6: And there it was, previously obscured by the shadows. Sitting in the chair was a small, wooden, ventriloquist doll. To my horror, its head began to slowly pivot towards me, its eyes slowly opening, its mouth slowly opening. Please, don't stand on my account, Mr. Stiles." said the doll. My name is Houche.
3: Edgar O'Shea. She drops the pile of photographs onto the bar. It's more than just his eyes. It's more than just his face that's blurred. As if the photo had somehow tried to wipe the man she loves from its frame, smudging him away like a mistake that should never have been printed. The face that looks up at her from where the face of Willie Loomis should be. The face of her old husband, Ted. I pointed to a figure standing on our porch. There you are, captured for eternity. Quite the honor. Nona leaned closer. The smile. It was true. And soon I felt bad for bringing her out of the classroom. What I had taken for a smile from a distance was more of a sneer. The lips curled up. Marv had captured the smirk of a villain, the queasy mischief of a confirmed killer. Well, Marv isn't exactly. A scream interrupted us both and we ran for the classroom. Annie was lying on the floor, the suitcase propped up on the desk before her. It bit me!
0: Dark Shadows is a Big Finish production. Do you remember a few months ago we were talking about Love Lives On I kept going, Love lives on! (laughs) I no thought one. that when I read it that, as well. I can't read that title without. Something. Love lives
2: on. It's that. Like, it, <laughs> that other other character. What was it the, the man in the street who wandering around singing?
1: <laughs> come,
0: come into the BBC and we'll record you. <laughs> anyway, um, that I think there was a trailer there. And finally in our July previews, Classic Doctors, New Monsters, Volume 2, featuring Tom Baker, Peter Davison, Colin Baker and Paul McGann as they battle with the Vashtha Narada, the Rachnos, and the Carrionites. Not to be missed, here's the blummin' trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Classic Doctors, New Monsters, Series 2. I see only
3: darkness. Darkness? Darkness. She thinks she thinks they were eaten by the dark
0: there is a species I know of that matches that description they're called they're called the Vashta Narada
3: yes yes they know that name the what
0: Vashta Narada
3: over the...
5: is anyone still alive out there I, I picked up your distress call
0: and I promise I mean no harm.
3: of yours was foolish, there is still no sign.
1: So you keep saying.
3: Doctor,
2: guest. No, no, get away from
0: me. Empress, I am all in you. Wall
2: away, my little man.
3: Consider this a taste of what's to come.
2: Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. What? You're surely not going to- You
3: three have answered guilty to the charge of Creeman acceptance. We are, after all, witches. What's happening? They're glowing. What, what was and yet, yet shall be, be. I and my, my mother set
5: free! Well, there's someone here, a Time Lord, calls himself a doctor.
3: I can handle the doctor myself. All the emergency systems that should kick in have been locked off in these sections. We're isolated from the main hub.
2: Turn around. Very slowly. What's that behind you on the glass? It is my shadow. Cast by what?
3: The glass! If the Bastion are past the primary and secondary shielding... They're almost here.
7: There's something on the other side. It's like they're trying to get in.
0: Big finish. We love stories. A great box set right there, packed with the writing talents of John Dorney, Scott Hancock, Simon Gerea, and Matt Fitton, or Fat Mitten as we like to call him. or Matt Matt Mitten, as as he is
2: billed at conventions these days. So we
0: changed it to Fat Mitten. He's not (laughs) fat, that's a rude thing to say. I'm so sorry, Matt. He's such a talented man and we love him dearly and we're very, very, very lucky to have him working for us so i hope you're listening Matt, because that is a big heartfelt hug across the podcast from me for all the brilliant work you do for big finish you're a living legend living legend i'm I'm tearing up Oh yes, all beautifully brought together by director Barnaby Edwards. I should add a, a big hug for Barnaby as well. And just hugs for everyone hugs today. For everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just becoming slightly embarrassing and physically intrusive in your lives. <laughs> get off, Briggs. Get, get, get off. Get, Boundaries, Nick. Boundaries. 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 Um, haven't you heard? Haven't you, proximity rules. Um. What you need is that. What is that? Um, that force field. Is it in? Uh, in the Sontaran experiment, where they they all beautifully mine and it, it goes Bow! yes, Bow! Yeah, that's what you need when I'm around. <laughs> Put <laughs> up we, the Sontaran experiment force fields immediately. We need old um, what was it Field
2: Marshal Steyer. and isn't is it, it, is it Field Marshal Steyer? I think it yes, is. Yes, it is. Yes, 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 it is. With his wonderful little, I love that thing that he has where he can turn up the weight on the uh, on the the massive weird sort of. Plasticky-looking weight thing that they have to hold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love it. It's a really great story. That it's one of my favourites. Actually, I I like it because it it feels so. It's kind of it's got a a real otherworldly sort of completely in the middle of nowhere type feel. It's it's so lonely and wonderful. Mm. God, that sounded sounded deep there, didn't it? Deep didn't intend it to be. So uh, yes, uh, that there ends our roundup of the delights. Shortly to hit you right between your ear thing in a bobbie's from Big Finish Productions. Did Big you work on any of those? I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't work on any of those. I have been working on uh, the Time War at the moment, oh, yeah, which is great, great fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely great fun. There's so so many different things in that box set for you to enjoy. It's it's one of those. It's a real journey, and. Uh, I can't, I can't even, I can't talk, you know, say a lot about what's in it, but I can say I've got the most fun uh, scene to record next week, which is going to be incredibly messy. So <laughs> I, I cannot, I cannot wait for that. That's going to be fun. That is going to be real good fun
0: well thanks for that insight benji uh just a bit of podcast news for you now uh we're much indebted to karen parks who works for us during a lot of our studio sessions looking after the cast and conducting the interviews for the much-loved cd extras that go with almost every big finish release probably every big finish release i don't know probably probably yeah uh karen very kindly agreed to do some podcast interviews for us and so in the coming weeks expect guest star interviews with matthew waterhouse sarah sutton Janet Fielding Peter Davison and Jan Chappell that's Callie from Blake 7 if you were stuck in a Doctor Who mode there it's great stuff should take us nicely through the summer I think don't that's, that's a wonderful line up there isn't it yeah. you can't get the brilliant, the brilliant thing about them is that she asked them all when did they meet me <laughs> well she didn't ask Jan Chappell which she should have done I don't think she thought that I'd ever met Jan which I did I did a Myth Makers with her years ago uh, and not one of them remembered when they'd met me that's probably a good thing isn't it because
2: because surely you've always been in in their mind you've always been there since the dawn of time
0: yeah yeah well that's what uh, i think mark Gates said something similar to that last week didn't he um Funnily enough, the one who comes up with... who seems to be very certain about when he met me was Matthew Waterhouse, and I have no idea when I met him. So that's, that's, that's a sort of tit-for-tat thing, isn't it? He, he pretended that we were both very young at the time, and I'm sure that's not true. I don't think I met him until some convention in the 1990s. He said we were both lads at the time, but we were at least 40, I would I say. Know, st- I'd, I'd say you're still lads now. Yeah. <laughs> Well Matthew's doing some fantastic stuff for us he is indeed he is he's indeed. been in studio just recently well of course that's why Karen got to interview him i'll shut <laughs> up talking now
2: <laughs> well on that on that rather fun little uh, note there then uh, i I'm, I'm calling i'm calling a close to this uh news uh, article here today. So that's the end of that. I'm going to, um, what's, what's it called? A gavel? A gavel? Yes, a gavel. A gavel, yes. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to use this set of pliers here as a gavel.
0: <laughs> there we go. Yes, that's- it's a small hammer with which an auctioneer, a judge or a chair of a meeting hits a surface to call attention or order.
2: There we go. Well, order! Order in the uh, I call order, just on a, a really separate note. Um... Which nobody can see. You see this here? This is a, a container of. of yeah. uh, plastic, cont- plastic, pl- plastic container. White plastic. Cylindrical container. Cylindrical container used for wiping uh, monitor screens of. of g- oh, yes,
0: well, inside there are little wipey things. Aren't but they,
2: but yes. if if I got a load a of technical these. Technical
0: term, little wipey things.
2: If, if I got a load of these and painted them, they'd look like the Dalek bombs uh, from Destiny of the Daleks. They so I would. Could strap yeah? them
0: around a Dalek. Just, just wanted could, to say that. You could have. Have a load of people wear the Daleks and sort of waddle along in that unconvincing fashion that it, they did. It could
2: be part of the, the big Finnish carnival in which we have this weird parade around, I don't know, central London before all
0: getting arrested for being a nuisance. And and uh, transgressing copyright and not asking uh, the Terry Nation estate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they're not Daleks. They're just, they're just
2: blokes with uh, with, with a <gasps> load of old uh, screen wipes strapped to themselves. There's
0: nothing wrong with that. Be fine. I think that was the end of the news,
2: wasn't it? That was the end of the news. It's gone, yeah. mate. It's gone out the window. It's flown away.
0: <laughs> is it my go? Yeah, uh, yeah. T- t- are you sure? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get yeah, Time now. Whenever you're for ready. <laughs> 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 t- he's having some tea. I'm gonna have some water. Here we go. Well, it's in a mug, I assume it's tea. It is tea, it is tea. Uh, Time now for listeners' emails.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, emails, need I say more? Just the mere uttering of that word sends an ecstasy of delight or... Something like that. Well, it just, just makes me rather happy, really, I suppose. Uh, so remember, don't forget to email us at podcast at com. That's pod, C-A-S-T at B-I-G, uh, And as usual, we've had more emails than we could possibly shake a Sonic screwdriver at. I've got my Sonic somewhere. I think it's on top of my DVD shelf, but
0: if, if just it Just pretend. It's audio. No one that. Yeah, I can just... That was brilliant, a ter- brilliant
2: terrible attempt so here's our mega pick of a great bunch in this uh, specially extended edition of listeners emails i know a lot of people out there love listening to the emails and so yeah hopefully we've got
0: uh, a a fair a fairly large well, yeah. selection for you i mean today. the person who remains nameless who complained about all our tangents did also complain that there weren't enough emails i thought right i think although, I think- although he stopped listening um you know for anyone else who loves emails here 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 comes the mother load indeed i mean
2: uh, just just on a, a note here i always i always worry that we we do tangent too much but at the same time i think like well that's what the podcast is isn't it it's kind of is it's a one place, huge tangent it's this place for a bit of a bit it's a place for a bit of a laugh and i'm sorry if people people don't
5: doctor look it's you know. a tangent look no stop don't stop move, move.
2: <laughs> we know but yeah so i apologize if you don't like the tangents um but yeah don't We're know what stuck. to
0: say. We're stuck in a tangent. We we enjoy it. We we enjoy
8: <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> Next week, oh. will the doctor get out of his tangent? Find out soon. But first, on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> no. So yes. Uh, so let's let's go into the emails here. Um, oh yes.
0: Sorry. Yes. yes. Uh, sorry.
2: <laughs> got got diverted there. Um, I was trying to be sincere in that, that tangent uh, little thing there. I just wanted to say, yeah, people... You sorry, went off on a tangent of I d- sincerity. I just don't like, like people being upset about it. I'm sorry. Uh, you can probably just cut all of that out. Um, anyway... Um, <laughs> no, it's all staying in. It's all it's, staying it's in.
0: It's podcast gold.
2: <laughs> um, so, yes, first up, this one here from uh, Oliver Cowley. Uh, hello, Nick and Benji. Hello! Hello! I just finished listening to Series 1 of The New Adventures of Bernie Summerfield, which I purchased in a recent Big Finish sale. Mm-hmm. And what an incredible box set. The vastly different styles of all four stories just seem to blend together so well. However, I noticed that Lisa, Sylvester and Sophie, absolutely amazing as they are, received top billing on the set. I found this to be an outrage as the fourth and final story of your set. Your Dalek voices, Nick, were just simply breathtaking. The emotion that you put into them was simply outstanding to listen to. This leads me on to my question, which is, in your opinion, Nick, on TV or audio, what is your greatest performance of the Daleks? All the best, Oliver Cowley. Good question. As
0: the Daleks, not all the Daleks. As, yeah. Well, Oliver, that's a. I can't. You're very kind. Thank you. Um, Very kind. I appreciate what you say, and and you're absolutely right. I should have had top billing. (laughs) I mean, who are these people who play the Doctor Ace and Benny? I mean, um, uh, but (laughs) this was the day he went mad. but I can't, I can't. How can you nominate your greatest performance? That's, the, that's so egotistical, is it? Well, I think my greatest performance was... <laughs> um, I think <laughs> I, I think I was especially brilliant in... Uh, I have to do it in that voice. I honestly can't. I mean, I always, you know, just give it as high a percentage as I can manage on the day. And uh, Maybe, uh, maybe we rephrase
2: it then. How about we rephrase it and say, what is your favourite Performance in the sense, so what did you
0: enjoy doing, or what what brings back oh, well, a memory I for you? Them I certainly enjoyed doing that. I got a funny feeling I wasn't actually present with the rest of them when I did the uh, the new adventures of bernie Summerfield, the first box set of those. uh I think I recorded them later, you know, uh, up in my bedroom here, <laughs> <laughs> up in the loft conversion. Um, oh, that was my stomach. Uh, I'm going out for lunch with my wife today, so hopefully that uh, rumbling will be. Quenched. I don't know whether you quench a rumbling You can quench a rumbling You, can, you And now can. on BBC One, quench a rumbling <laughs> uh, That's daytime TV right there So yeah, really I, can't, I really can't decide I mean, there are all sorts of highlights of my Daleks You know, that I've enjoyed so much I mean, going to the set and doing it with Chris Eccleston and uh, Billy Piper For Dalek was an amazing highlight But also when I did Jubilee with Colin and Maggie You know, which is what Dalek was sort of based on that was incredible, you know, so much emotion to get across, and I, you know, I'm just repeating myself. And I, but I love doing all the classic Dalek stuff as well, you know, all the uh, the humans will be exterminated. Have you, you know, we played the trailer for the Third Doctor Adventures Volume Three last week, and there's some sort of classic style, John Pertwee, you know, Roy Skelton. Daleks. In that, I enjoy doing that. I can't. I'm just rambling. Just rambling. I I tell you one thing that
2: I will say is that working on the Time War at the moment, which obviously features the Daleks, one of the things that I really enjoy is going through and searching through all of the, because you get centre all all the recorded lines in one. They call it a project, which is like one big file. And listening through, because there's a lot of Daleks in this, listening through to your Dalek voices, I love it because I'll sit there and go, oh, yeah, he's he's doing a bit of that one now. <laughs> yeah he's doing that and there's there's some some bits i'm thinking he totally knows he's ch- uh, he's channeling that i can tell and it's <laughs> it's really it's just really interesting the, the the ranges and the speed in which you switch the voices it makes me laugh because it's just like just totally like da, da, da,
0: da, 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 da. it's just so much fun so yeah I, uh, kudos to you man awesome oh, thanks mate i get a bit more time to switch the voices on audio because i know they'll edit whereas when i do it for the TV you know I can never be certain that they will edit so I have to really really so you're that. there yeah, yeah 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 I went on set doing it. I remember the ones in Journey's End or or the one before that where there's a sequence in the tardis in the dalek control room uh where they're all whizzing around and and um and graham harper had choreographed them and and all these camera moves and i could see he was basically going to try and do it all in one shot so i had to be really sharp and on the ball to change from one to the other flicking the switch to make the other daleks lights flash and all that anyway that's me going on about daleks And now on BBC One, Nick Briggs goes on about Daleks, so maybe switch over to ITV. Uh, Next up, this from Merlin McCarley. I, like so many, am gutted by the news of the passing of Trevor Baxter, our glorious Professor Lightfoot. To all family, friends and listeners of the Big Finish range of Jago and Lightfoot stories, I offer my heartfelt condolences for a man who touched all our hearts as the gentle Professor. Rest well, Trevor. You were and always will be a treasure. M.H. McCarley Oh, thank you oh. Merlin Really, really touching Thank you for writing in Many of you did, by the way
2: And now here's one uh, from someone A little disgruntled that we've never uh, Read out one of his emails So let's put it right Right now, yes. let's put that right So this one here is from Mark Cook That's right, you're listening now And your ears went, oh, finally So Ahem <clears throat> um, <laughs> Buh 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 the, 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 the irony there was that I actually needed to clear my throat. So it was, wasn't an, an
0: affectation. You weren't making a point of it.
2: No, no, no. Uh, so, so uh, dear Sir Nicholas, uh, surely it's just a matter of time, <laughs> and young scallywag Benji. always see, that's s-
0: why the email got in, because he called me Sir Nicholas, clearly. It's well, just quite, a- quite thought, right, I too. I know, I'll just suck up to Briggs, and then, his e- then he'll read out the email.
2: You'll go, oh, you did put Sir, I'll have to, I'll have to sneak that one in there.
0: Well, I don't mind, dear King Nicholas, dear, dear
2: Lord and Master. <laughs> Master of the world. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't mind being a scallywag. Always the scally, never the wag. That's me. So, um, just a word then, uh, or several, to thank you for the recent Blake 7 release, Spoils of War. Oh, yeah. Marvellous to hear the team back together again, and Yasmin is absolutely brilliant as Dana. Uh, I'm so looking forward to your next releases coming in September. Whilst I'm here, are there any plans to have your Doctor Who license extended to cover the Capaldi years uh, in the near future? As ever, I will look forward to my Sunday evening listening to your podcast and you not reading out my email. Well, no. you've been proved wrong, ain't you, governor? <laughs> uh, all right, you butler. <laughs> uh, 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 I, don't
0: know. I don't know whether it will mark- Yeah, he's from Birmingham. He'll know about that.
2: Yes, oh, yeah, I saw an interview with him. Uh, I had to Google it because I was just... Who, Mark Cook? N- um, no, not Mark Cook, no. And what's his name from on the buses? And you see him in the interviews, they go, oh yes, well, absolutely on set, you know. And then and then you next minute, they cut to a clip and he's there going, oh no, Mark. Yes, just continue the email anyway. Why not, since we're here? Why not? And why indeed were you wearing the third Doctor's coat in a caravan? Or why... Was it indeed a trailer for some Hollywood Hollywood blockbuster role that you successfully auditioned for <laughs> last week? The excitement is making my molecules tingle. Mark Cook, Birmingham, sent from the axis of infinity. Now, Nick, yeah. that last comment there—the Third Doctor's coat—I saw yeah. that picture, and it yes. is amazing. Is that that is the coat from *Planet it of the is. Daleks*? Is it not? Yes,
0: yes, it is. Yes, it's signed and dated oh, inside. Awesome. Where did you get that, that from? Well, it's not mine. It's Mark Gatiss's. Oh. And, and uh, did I mention this last week? Uh, we, uh, I was in Peter Capaldi's trailer. That's that's where I was. That's where that photo was taken.
2: Good place. Good place to know be. I've,
0: I, I don't think that spoils anything at all. No.
2: I just can't believe that Mark's got the planet of the Daleks coat. When I'm he, sorry.
0: He, well, he said he never does things like that. He got it at an auction. He said he never normally does, but he, he was just possessed of madness. And, and got it. Anyway, he just brought it along to show Peter, that's all. <laughs> it's just a bit of a lark on the last day. We Amazing, were having a bit huh? of a lark. Yeah. Why, and why not? Why not? It was quite a snug fit on me. And uh, Stephen Moffat said, and that's why I'm not going to put it on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, Peter held it out and said, I I think Nicholas would like to put this on.
2: <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, isn't that? That is the spirit of uh, Doctor Who, isn't it? That That all these... <laughs> Professional telly people inside a caravan loving the fact that they've got John Pertwee's uh, coat from Planet of the Daleks love being that such
0: nerds love it though Ma- Mark actually took a selfie of all four of us yeah uh, with someone else wearing mm. the, the jacket that was uh, yeah that was quite fun we would just lark it around was, it was great I kind of I felt like a total imposter being there with these three famous people but uh, I was. I did enjoy myself, and um, and yeah, it was. It was great fun that last day with Peter. It really was. Uh, he was so lovely. Anyway, I can say no more. I probably said too much as it is. Anyway. Oh, so, by the way, when I did the po- that pose, because the first photo Mark took of me, I'm just giggling like an idiot and then the and he said and he said right anyway let's do it and i suddenly went into that pose and he said oh yeah like like, like you didn't already have that plan suddenly out of nowhere briggs does the Pertwee we pose you know
2: that's years of looking in the mirror every morning and saying stop don't move exactly so we've also got that question up a little bit in the email there about the doctor who license uh being oh yeah extended. yeah well i mean
0: you know uh, yeah. Peter Capaldi why would we not plan to do that I mean uh, no firm news or anything but I mean we'd be bonkers not to try and and coax Peter to come and do some big finish audios you know Uh, as you can tell we've had limited success doing that with the new series Doctors if I can put it like that Um, but I, I you know hope springs eternal just imagine
2: all you have to do is you just have to say to him oh yeah by the way Peter we've got this, this story plan with you and uh, Wester from Planet of the Daleks how would you fancy it it's, it's part of the, the huge box set uh, the, the Wester Chronicles and he'll say yeah, yeah I'm in I'm totally in
0: <laughs> I, I think he's more likely to go for Bilal because I have we have talked about Death of the Daleks when he and told me-, me that he thought that episode one and on Death to the Daleks was the, the best <sighs> Doctor Who first episode anyway and now, this from Daniel Stru, STR, full stop. Hmm. Hello, Nick and BJ. B-J. Hmm. Good enough I me. <laughs> I, I saw Nick's Pertwee jacket picture today. That was on Facebook. Yes, we've already got into that. And your wish is my command, because I said, look, we're recording the podcast tomorrow. Anyone fancy emailing in? Not that a load of people hadn't already, but I just thought, you know, maybe give you all a tickle Uh, it saddened me deeply to hear the death of trevor i never met him but as a listener you inevitably bond to the cast and the characters of stories Uh, so the subject line above which was i still love you is quite true and he will be deeply missed but he will live on in our hearts and in your audio dramas I know Big Finish records the stories sometimes uh, years before the releases, so I have to ask if there will be a final Jago and Lightfoot box set. I have a few more questions I would like to ask, but I will save them for the next email because of the sad news. Daniel. Thanks, Daniel. Uh, all the Jago and Lightfoot material we've made is now out. Um, uh, have you caught up with their two outings with the Fourth Doctor and the Jago and Lightfoot Strax box set, though? I don't know. Uh, if you were just doing the Jago and Lightfoot. Uh boxes but anyway yeah thanks very much for that daniel
2: yeah thank you very much uh next one up here is is a very short one from alf hughes uh which starts sent from my windows 10 phone it's all, all higgledy-piggledy it's back to front this email um <laughs> i know a lot of fans are requesting this so i will ask when can we have another big finish
0: day yours alf the answer is that although there are no big finish days as such planned, we will again be working in tandem with the Doctor Who Appreciation Society for Capitol Three next April. Um, you came to Capitol Two, didn't
2: you? I did indeed. Great was that fun. In
0: April? Uh, yes, it must have been. It Goodness must have been. Me,
2: it seems like yesterday. Time flies, doesn't it? Time really does fly.
0: And it was near. Uh, it was in a hotel near Gatwick Airport. Talking of flying, the Gatwick Aurora, no less yes uh in crawley uh so not quite gatwick but they like to call it the gatwick aurora and we had a fantastic time and it's worked out so well so it's it's very nearly big finish day so uh but we are also planning some big things for our 20th anniversary so you know do uh, look up so far um colin baker is coming to uh, Capitol 3 because he is the honorary president of the Doctor Who Appreciation Society. And, of course, last uh, at Capitol, they gave me an award for outstanding contributions to Doctor Who, which was deeply moving. I did blub like a little baby. It was brilliant. Uh, (laughs) It was
2: brilliant, though. They caught you
0: by surprise. They did, totally. Um, Yes, so there you go. That's sort of a big finish day. Alf, come along to Capitol 3. Yeah. It's, Good fun. Tickets are available now. Just look it up, either through DWAS Doxy Appreciation Society, or Capital Three. Uh, here's one from Adam Graham. Dear Nick and Benji, I was sad to learn of the passing of Trevor Baxter. It had taken me some time to get caught up on Jago and Lightfoot. I caught up after series eleven was released and eagerly looked forward to another Jago and Lightfoot every six months. I'll truly miss downloading a new set to see what new adventures Jago and Professor Lightfoot have gotten themselves into. All my condolences to Christopher Benjamin, Trevor Baxter's family, and everyone at Big Finish. One of the challenges of enjoying Big Finish is that there are so many sad days when stars of recent productions pass away due to the number of seasoned actors that Big Finish employs. Yet, the real blessing of listening to Big Finish is you get so many experienced actors given the type of roles they won't get on screen anymore, and they rise to the occasion and show how good and wonderful they really are thank you to everyone at Big Finish who made Jago and Lightfoot happen, it truly was one of the best audio drama series ever and will be a lasting tribute to Mr Baxter's talent for years to come, Adam Graham Boys, United States oh thanks Adam, that's great we can't add anything to that can we, that's lovely Uh, so uh, beautifully expressed the business about seasoned actors, really appreciate that And finally
2: uh, this email from Benjamin Zimmer uh, I just want to say a big hello uh, to you guys as in I'm... In block s- capitals. In block capitals, no, yes. No, that's the best way to say hello in my book. Uh, hello to you guys, uh, as I'm such a big Doctor Who fan. The audio dramas you make are the best, brackets, as you say, in the known universe. <laughs> now, I did send you an email before, but you didn't read. But hey, oh. you know, it was a really long email. Uh, that was his words, not mine. Uh I don't read the emails. but I do, but I don't. Well, you know the idea. Do. You uh, don't read them in advance? I don't you know, say? no, no, no. Uh, but first, I wanted to ask this dying question, and it's concerning one of my favourite Doctors, the Eighth Doctor, brackets, Paul McGann. Uh, apart from the Short Trips or the Time War box sets brackets, and the Classic Doctors' New Monsters box set... Apart uh, from the Aqueduct, apart <laughs> from education... Oh, don't forget the roads. Well, the roads, yeah. Well, A- and, and the, from- wine. Yeah, yeah, the Pub- wine. Public sanitation. What have the Romans ever done for us? Um... So, uh, basically, apart from the short trips, the Time War box set, the classic Doctor New Monster's box set, is there anything else planned for the Eighth Doctor in the future? any more short trips or box set series or possibly single releases. But in related news uh, I've just ordered the first uh, box set volume of Doctor Who Dark Eyes. Uh, I'm very hyped up right now to listen to it but I guess it's the end of this ruddy email. (laughs) Thank you for everything Ben Z. P.S. This is for Nick. Hope to hear you in Dark Eyes as the Mark 3 travel machine
0: brackets aka the Daleks. Ah, oh, Ben Zimmer, entering into the spirit of the podcast there. You said Z, not Zed. Oh, Are you American?
2: I'm a, well, you know, that's my... Have you my... taken leave of your senses, man? For you. pity's sake! How could you? How could you? preposterous brithering well I'm I'm sorry to say uh, Benjamin that uh, you won't be hearing Nick in uh, Dark Eyes um, (laughs) because uh, I've actually sent you the uh, new uh, re-edited copy which replaces all of Nick's Dalek voices um, with the sound of this set of pliers doing this (laughs) Um, so yeah I'm sorry it's
7: just just, you know it's just the
0: way it goes sometimes only fair only fair uh, you're catching up with Dark Eyes quite late, aren't you, Ben Zed? Yeah. But anyway, yes, you will hear me, as I'm sure you know. Um, Yeah, but it is quite funny you say, apart from these three other huge <laughs> things, where's where's Paul McGann? Well, yeah, there will be a, a follow-up to Doom Coalition, which was the follow-up to Dark Eyes. Yeah, there will be another set of uh, four-box set adventures. Uh, the title of which hasn't been released yet, but it's very exciting, and I've seen storylines, and it's all going to be brilliant. Um, yeah, uh, the companions from Doom Coalition will continue into that box set.
2: But if you if yeah. you're if you're currently a, at Dark Eyes, then uh, you've you've actually got presumably you've not listened to everything backwards, and you've <laughs> got uh, an, an awful lot of stuff to get through. So um, fear not, I'd say that your your Paul McGann. Fix uh, will certainly last a while
0: longer yet. And if you are listening to everything backwards, here's a special message for you. Anyway,
2: uh, that's all we've got time for. Thank you to everybody uh, that's emailed in today. Uh, and join us next time for more great emails from you, our truly great listeners. Uh, and so, without further ado, I'm going to take all of those emails. Um, put yeah, them in this yeah. invisible box, which I'm holding oh, here. Oh, wow, really it's I can really, see it. Yeah, oh, no, I can't. Huh. Well, you, well, you can, but you can't. I mean, it's one of those... I feel like I can see
0: you it. You feel, you know, it's 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 more of a, you know, it's a metaphorical box here. That's as sort of good as uh, Ian Martyr's mime for the Force Barrier in the Santara <laughs> next thing. <time. laughs> I love my trailer <laughs> thought now because I'm just thinking about
2: doing that. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm going to put them in this... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I'm going to put them in this box and just chuck them over my shoulder. Yeah. They're gone now. Short We've we got, we got too much ground
0: to get through. Um, so, yeah, take us away, Nick. Time now to hear from Big Finish senior producer David Richardson giving us his thoughts on the brilliant Professor Lightfoot himself, Trevor Baxter. David Richardson, hello. Hello, Nick. Oh, that was slamming. a door slamming. Um... Listen, uh, I've no need to remind you that it was you who came to me with the whole idea of doing Jago Lightfoot in the Companion Chronicles.
7: Do you know, that's not quite true. It was Jason. Was he really? It I didn't was know that. Jason's idea to do um, a one-off Companion Chronicle with Christopher and Trevor. Um, and they came in and they hadn't seen each other since they'd recorded the talents of Wang Chiang and they just hit it off immediately. It was was amazing to see these two people come back together and it was like not a single day had passed, just the chemistry reignited. Um, And from that moment on it was just obvious we had to do full cast drama with them, so that's why it happened. It was just down to the fact that they were so brilliant, but just the chemistry was so strong. Um, What's your first memory of, of meeting Trevor in particular? Gosh I don't know if I've got a first memory I've spent so many days with them actually that um, the memories become a bit jumbled up I mean I remember that when they came in to do Mahogany Murderers I suggested to Trevor that we should watch a bit of Talents of Wayne Chiang I had the DVD and uh, I remember him saying oh no, no 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 we don't need to see it again it's fine we remember um, but we did actually pop it on and we watched some of the behind the scenes stuff and there 's a lovely little outtake of them getting in the dumb waiter, you know when they pulled themselves yes, up, yeah. and we were having a good old howl over that, cause <laughs> it was hysterical because they, they they were laughing on screen and they were laughing watching it again, so I mean that's that 's all we watched of Talons of Wing cho
0: something you 've mentioned is is the laughter you shared
7: yeah it, it never stopped um, I, I I just can 't describe how. Vibrant Trevor was actually. I mean, he he wasn't well. He wasn't well from the moment he came in to do *Talons of, Weng, um, Talons of The Mahogany Murderers. Um, you know, we, we knew he wasn't well then, um, but he had. He was very well looked after by his doctors, um, and because of that, he started to get quite a lot better, um, and was having treatments all throughout the years. Um, but I have to say. Th- Despite that, despite the fact that he, his health wasn't great, I never heard him complain. Um, he was just, in his element, being in the studio, surrounded by people, joking and laughing all of the time. Um, I, did rec- I, I used to record the studio sessions as, as just little... Uh, just recordings of it raw, so we'd have all the bits in between the takes. Um, and it was just non-stop, Between every single take, Christopher and Trevor were just taking the mickey out of each other all of the time, and they they had this little competition to see who could be the person who wasn't late, because generally one of them would be late because they came in cabs um, and... uh, because of the the traffic one of them would inevitably be late and just their reactions as they came through the door if one of them was late the other one would give them hell (laughs) Uh, I remember a lovely line from Trevor actually because one of the other actors said to him oh so you get a cab do you? And his response to that was, darling, it was either that or a hearse. <laughs> 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 which might seem Porte say that now, but it, no. it was just, you know, he did, it was always with such good humour. He would laugh about everything. Um, I was saying the other day, actually, it, when the news was announced of his death, um, it trended on Twitter, which meant that he was one of the top ten things being discussed on social media in the country. Um, and he would have howled about that I could just imagine in the green room he would be saying to Christopher look, look, I was not <laughs> you know, he, it was that competitive spirit between them in the most lovely, loving way I mean they, they, they became really good friends, really close friends over the recordings, they'd see each other socially, they went to art galleries together um, I really feel for Christopher actually because um, having spoken to him, I mean he is heartbroken um, as we all are, you know, because um, there, was, there, was, there was absolutely nothing in, in Trevor that you wouldn't like. You know, he was just.
0: He was a delight, wasn't he? I remember yeah. when you, Paul Sprague, and I, the three of us, seemed to come to the same conclusion almost simultaneously that we had to do an interview CD that featured mm. Mm. Trevor because we just thought he, he is. Um, his insight on history. Yeah, the whole of his life was yeah. just. We thought this is going to be fascinating.
7: Yeah, he did live the most incredible life, and he, I mean, he he was an openly gay man, and um, he lived through a time in this country when homosexuality was illegal. So he, you know, he saw a really bad side of being brought up in this country. I think. You know, and I could imagine. You know, if that happened to you, you could end up being quite bitter that you had all those years where society regarded you as an outcast. But there's nothing bitter about Trevor. You know, he just loved life, and just every every single day. You know, he was just upbeat about everything. So, yeah, he was a really special guy. huge thanks to david
0: there for taking the time to chat on the record when like all of us he's still feeling pretty raw about the loss of trevor yeah uh yeah Right then, uh, Mr Clifford, I believe you might have the Randomoid Selectatron lurking about your person.
2: I do indeed, yes. I've stashed it in, my, in the heel of my shoe in true uh, Goldfinger style. Um, <laughs> cue that epic music. So I've got up here Hannah Newman's fantastic uh, Randomoid Selectatron, uh, which picks a random release from the Big Finish mm. Archive. And without further ado... And so we've got Singularity,
7: Ooh.
2: Yeah, yeah, released in November 2005, no less, uh, right on the uh, the birth of New Doctor Who. Uh, it's a fifth Doctor story uh, there, so it's uh, starring uh, Peter Davison as the Doctor, if you didn't guess it, and Mark Strickson as Turlow. There we go. So we've got lots here. Nick, have you got any memories of this story? Oh, no, but here's the trailer.
3: on this tower our foundation is happy to extend this hospitality to all visitors
5: you know just for a change it might be nice to ignore one of these unscheduled stops just pass it by do you have even the first inkling of how dangerous it would be to
0: ignore a phase displaced area of the continuum have you ever wondered about the fate of your species
5: we're in the midst of a time fracture. The formation of a branch point where history is about to diverge from its established path. Many cultures predict an end to humankind in the near
3: future. An Armageddon that will end the world. The sky! It's so black! Where are all the stars? Almost dead. All save one. There. In Somnus, we share the belief of a manifest destiny for our species. A future where human instrumentality evolves into form beyond our flesh and blood. Time doesn't care about us.
5: It doesn't care about the lives of the little people. Big events, all that huge history rolls down like an avalanche and we get crushed underneath. You push time, time pushes back. We know the future of man.
3: There is no deity to worship in our church. With someness, we will become our own gods. One the stars the
8: doctor will be punished
5: a billion times over for his betrayal of our species they have a plan and they will unmake everything it touches and humans will become gods and all of history will shatter like glass
2: Change
0: and evolution death and rebirth and there's the trailer for Singularity now I would had no involvement in this I think I was really wrapped up in uh, the whole new Doctor Who thing at this point Um, but written by James Swallow so highly recommended James is such a great writer and a great bloke he also wrote uh, the second series of uh, Cyberman for me did a brilliant job on that yeah, great writer. And who uh, Yeah. Ooh. No, I don't know any of the actors in it, obviously, except Peter Davison and Mark Strickson, who Mark always um, uh, used to come over and stay because he was living in Australia at the time, I think, and so he would come over and stay. At, uh, latterly, in a little pub round the corner from the studio. Unfortunately, they've closed that pub now, so I don't know what we're going to do in future. Is that which which one? There's um, that one on the corner, just round from the moat. There's a great there's a great
2: place round the corner from the moat, which is just on a, a completely separate. It is called um, it's called the William, I think. Do they have rooms there? Yeah, that's where I stay when <laughs> I go
0: there. It's, it's yeah, the William. Oh, wow. um, it's, oh, I know the one. Yeah, yeah, the the Prince William or something. Is it uh, the called, William called
2: the Fourth? um yes it's it's it's, the rooms are quite nice it's all right it's it's the it's clean it's it's a nice place i'd say
0: all right brilliant so well there if anyone wants to come and stay there there's a free advert
2: (laughs) yeah just (laughs) knock it out i'm letting you know anyway just for the the sake of uh,
0: so yeah and nothing to say about singularity but you know i would say give it a go um and uh, uh yeah it's, it's funny, with,
2: with singularity, I didn't recognise it when I saw the cover art, and then I went into the behind-the-scenes bits, and uh, there's there's an alternative cover there, and the second I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, really?
0: Oh, yeah. yes! I recognise yes, it, as soon as I see that, I was like, yeah, yeah, That's the cover I remember, too. Um, yes, it was, um, I think that might have been when we were doing alternative covers, Uh it's by lee binding a lovely piece of work he's been doing lee has been doing some amazing stuff for the torchwood range absolutely breathtaking very talented designer anyway there we go that's i think is that the end for rand that's or the end you?
2: of Ran. cheers Ran. always uh, always on top of the top of your game no matter rain or shine uh shane or ryan you name it you're there so there we go cheers rand And now, well, let's uh let's move on. And so as the podcast fades away, stiff up a lip firmly in place, there's just time for Nick to remind us of Big Finish's
0: latest audio delights. First up, two things for free. Don't forget you can get an excerpt from our brand new Blake 7 release, The Spoils of War, for free in the Big Finish for free bit of the bigfinish.com website. And there you will also find the free, 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 free episode of the Sylvester McCoy, Seventh Doctor, Ace and Mel story, The High Price of Parking, which is wonderful. The full story is also out, so if you'd like... Uh, the sample episode you can buy the lot on CD or download but of course if you buy the CD you get the download for free also available HG Wells The Islander Doctor Moreau Ronald Pickup and John Heffernan in Ken Bentley's Dramatisation The Fourth Doctor Adventures The Mavellan Grave Tom Baker Lala Ward and well <laughs> Mervellons yes Doctor Who Short Trips Flashpoint starring Lucy Miller herself Sheridan Smith Yanto Jones is back in Torchwood The Office of Never Was we gave you the first 15 minutes of it for free in the last podcast go back and have a listen if you like and of course the full box set of blake seven the spoils of war starring paul darrow and the gang is out there for you to purchase you can't miss it and there you have it
2: and that's it right there guys now I'm off this weekend to uh, I just thought I'd put this in there because it's funny um, helping my cousin move down from Leeds down to the south coast and so I've got to spend about five or six hours uh, in my friend's van um, with a really Gosh. nervous cat on my lap oh, Um that's yeah. going
0: to be nice it's, for all sorts of reasons it's going to be
2: in the, in a box obviously but um, right. but yeah so nailed it, down nailed yeah. down nailed down of course uh, so yes if any of you are out and about and you you hear a screeching cat uh whilst a van drives past and maybe a man inside going oh god um probably me uh so yeah if uh, there
0: anyone uh, worried about animal welfare issues the box won't really be nailed down
2: no it won't it'll actually be sitting rather comfortably strapped down to a very comfortable seat inside the wonderfully comfortable um, uh, Volkswagen um, van. So there we have it. Um, And now it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for our 15-minute drama tease. Yes, the first 15 minutes of The Prisoner of Zelda from (laughs) (laughs) from Terrorhawks, Volume 3, for your audio delectation. And so... It's bye from us. And hey bye. Here it comes right now. Stay on this channel.
4: Oh, goodness. He's here. Okay, calm down, Lois. It's all right. Okay, here goes. Okay, how are you looking? Hair okay? Glasses okay? Perfect. Whew.
6: Good evening, Miss Price.
4: Uh, good evening, Nine Stein. Uh,
6: three Stein.
4: Oh, that's right, of course. I do apologize. Anyway, it's... Lovely to see you again.
6: Well, we've never actually...
4: Do come in, make yourself at home.
6: Uh, Thanks, that's very kind. Your message sounded urgent, but if it's about your friend, I'm afraid she's still missing. Oh, not to worry.
4: I'm sure she'll turn up. Go on through.
6: Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you had guests. I thought, Price? But if you're there, then who's... Long time no see, clone. Terrahawks, stay on this channel. This is an emergency. Let me take the gag out. Take off the mask, Moid.
4: Oh, my God. What? that? Oh, I think I'm going to be sick.
6: I apologize. My countenance often makes me feel the same. I'm impressed you were able to identify me, Threestein. I've been reviewing all the previous Terrorhawk mission files as part of my training. Only the Master of Infinite Disguise would be able to pull off a stunt like this.
4: It is a pretty good disguise, I've got to admit. If maybe a little overly generous in the chest department.
6: I never could get those right. Enough talk. Hand over your weapon and communicator, Threestein. So this whole thing was a trap. You used Price to lure me here. Of course. Course, and since you didn't shoot me on arrival, I assume that Zelda sent you here to kidnap us. Correct. You're both going to her new secret base for questioning. Well, that's not going to happen.
4: Yeah, you're not sending us anywhere without a fight.
6: Zelda, we are ready, two to reclaim. Oh shit! Now wait, sister. Now, for phase two.
1: Are you finished already,
6: sir? (coughs) Uh, That's right, (coughs) Hudson. I'm all done here. Can you take me back to Hawk Nest?
2: Certainly, sir. I shall be outside the apartment building in thirty seconds.
6: Thanks, Hudson. Thanks very much.
5: Where? On aboard? Oh dear, still a bit groggy from your journey.
4: Let me help you up. Thanks, I... oh, oh. oh Another dreamboat? You humans are so shallow. You, clone, help her aboard. Then we can be on our
1: way.
6: All right.
4: Great job just handing over your communicator and gun, by the way. Real tactical thinking.
6: Sorry, I thought it might play out differently.
4: Well, it didn't. Oh, terrific. This is just how I wanted to spend my Friday night. We're nearly at the end of the tunnel! Leading where, exactly? Oh! Oh, my goodness! Welcome!
5: Welcome! To the community!
3: Tiger, welcome home.
6: Mary, it is so good to see you (coughs) again.
3: Well, it's good to see you too. How did it go with Price?
6: Oh, fine, fine. In fact, she's given me some new orders. High Command have detected unusual activity in the South Pacific. They've pinpointed the source, a small island right here. One that doesn't appear on any charts. So? They can't ascertain specific numbers, but orbital scans are registering both human and alien life signs. We're to proceed at once to
3: investigate. Well, that's not much to go on. And why did Price need to see you in person to give you that information? Seems rather odd that she'd...
6: Well, we'd better get moving
3: right away. I'm calling a 10... 1050. No, Tiger. I think you'd better let me take the controls. Launching Battlehawk is quite complicated. Wait until you've finished your flight training. Oh, of course. Sorry. Don't worry. You've done an admirable job of stepping into the role. I have? Yes. No need to be so modest. Right. Let's go.
4: I hope you had a pleasant journey. Oh, just lovely, thank you. Mother is
5: waiting for you at the cream dome, just across the square. Be seeing you! Attention, residents! You are under orders to have another wonderful day!
8: A pain of
4: death! Thank you! We're still on Earth, are we?
6: Yes, some kind of holiday camp, I guess. Looks very old-fashioned.
4: A holiday camp for top military types and government officials? What? Look around you. That right there is General Barrett, commander of the World Army Air Force. And oh, over by the swimming pool, is that the CNC of the World Intelligence Network? Sam or something?
6: You're right. Now that you mention it, I do recognise some of the others.
4: Hey! Hey, man! Like, great to see you, yeah?
6: Dapples, not you as well! Hey, yeah, me as well, man! Hey, totally cool, yeah? Like, there was an ad for this place, you know, didn't you see it? I mean, I saw it in my local paper, yeah, and mother was like, Stuart, you need an holiday! Because, like, you know, she's totally thinks I should be out there getting a holiday because I'm working so hard, man, now that I've got my newfound pop career, man! Hey! So you came here voluntarily? You're not a prisoner? Prisoner? Don't be ridiculous, man. This is nothing like that. It's like a beautiful, wonderful, like, community, man, yeah? Yeah, well, except the food. Oh, the food. Like, the food is like prison sh- slop yeah? Anyway... Uh, you gotta go, man. Uh, playing this old dude chess and I'm late, yeah? So, be seeing you, man. This is insane. What in spacefire is going... I don't on?
4: believe it!
6: Jane? Who's
4: that? Jane Allen. NASA press officer. You know, the one I reported missing. Hey, uh, Janie! Oh, hello,
3: dear. Uh, I'm sorry. Do I know you? It's me, Lois. Lois Price. Oh, no, dear. No names here. Only letters. You're L. Look at your recognition disk.
4: I'm Oh, who put this badge on me?
3: Why are you all here, Jane? Not Jane. Jay. Oh, why? the help Z, of course. Z? Yes. Andy Z. She gives us a nice break, and in return, we tell her anything she wants to know. Good morning, my dear. I trust you've had a good night's sleep, ready to spend another day doing our most vital work.
4: Please, not again. I can't keep this up. All those minds, all those voices,
3: it's too much. I'm begging you, please, no more. Enough. It's your own fault for coming to this miserable planet. Oh, but I'm I'm very grateful you did. Otherwise, I would never have found this place. It's Star. Switch on. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Let's see what information we had harvested over the night. The location of every base in the Frost Line Outer Space Defense System <laughs> Access codes for the Space Fort Knox mm. The location of Shadow Headquarters Oh my grandmother, this is glorious! And it is only the
3: beginning
6: <laughs>
3: Yeah
6: If I can divert your attention to your security monitor you will see that Moid
3: is delivering. Us a pair of victims. I I, I mean, guests. Ah, (laughs) Yes, indeed. Most enterprising. Get them here at once.
4: we're gonna just go there willingly
6: uh, actually we are
4: what are you crazy three Stein?
6: look if Zelda's running this place wherever it is we need to find out what she's up to and what about all the other guests we've got to help them too
4: mm, fine but if anything goes wrong then your next on the line once we get home
6: Ten, ten, miss price
4: I was hoping you wouldn't remember me.
3: Of course I remember you. My supposed ally on Earth. How's that been going, by the way? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
6: What's going on, Zelda? What's it all about? The whole retro town and the train and everything?
3: I'm afraid I couldn't tell you why things here are the way they are. I didn't design the place, I merely came to occupy it. As for what it is, it appears to be an intelligence gathering facility, and one I have taken full advantage of, We've amassed a great deal of information in a very short space of time.
4: But none of the people I saw up there would ever help you voluntarily.
3: True. We've merely introduced them to a rather marvelous technological breakthrough. Attaching one of these neuristas to the back of a subject's neck